K-Rock Middle Atlantic Rock Reviews, Marmy Rock Show. We are here. Uh, he won't remember because it's been a long time ago, but second time we've had Bobby on the show from Saliva. Man, welcome to the show. Man, I am glad to be here. The weather is perfect. This is a beautiful festival so far, so um, I'm, I'm thrilled. It's our first trip after this one. We do rock festivals. There are other bands so. planned too? Oh my gosh, here. Like, there, there's so many good ones. You like know tomorrow? What I mean? Oh, playing? yeah, there's two more days. Um, you're going to catch me and embarrass me off guard here now. Who's playing tomorrow? Tomorrow we got Buck Cherry, Great White, Any Given Sin, My Boys in Any Given Sin, Meta, Mayhem, and then there's another day of it. Uh, Firehouse, Sebastian Bach, Blackstone Cherry. So it's going to be a good nice. couple days here. So, cool. um, Hey, so I want to ask you about some of the new music you guys got coming out here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Revelation Man and uh, kind of some of what's going on with that for people that don't know. Um, Revelation Man, we put out, we wanted to put it out for the fans just to kind of let them know hey we're still here we're uh you know we've been working on new music pandemic shit was crazy but um revelation man's about a, a guy uh basically hitting rock bottom and going to you know basically going to hell to find himself to 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 be reborn um not really like it's not like a you know a christian meaning but just somebody who who had a hard time with with drugs or addictions or whatever and mm -hmm. um kind of about me being sober you know three and a half years um and getting sober and what i had bro. to do thank you what i had to do to get there and what i had to do to climb out and and um it's kind of you know it's tough but i did it i'm just my biggest accomplishment you know uh, so it's good hard in your industry too man it's just yeah. everywhere around so kudos to you now, you might notice from my arm here, I have an affinity for crows. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask you about crows. You got some cool merch out there with crows. And uh, what, for folks listening and wondering what I'm talking about, tell them about crows. So we, uh, it's a new single that we uh, just released to radio about uh, a month ago. And it's been doing, we've been getting great feedback from it. People have been, um, you know, the reception's been awesome on it. And so we... Uh, just made a video we just shot a video for it we're going to release probably in a couple weeks um and that's fun it's cool it's kind of eerie and dark how we how we made it um but yeah you know just we got new music coming so we're just kind of doing this single thing right now we're not really sure when the record's coming out we're hoping fall but we don't know now you mentioned twice we're still here I, I gotta tell you man for people like and I, I interview a lot of bands and I'm thrilled to be talking to you right now because I've loved Saliva for so long and uh, I absolutely love the 10 Lies record and I wanted to ask you a little bit more about that is there anything unique or different about that record it's, it's, there's something that sounds different in it to me and I love it so 10 Lives it's funny because I'll go back and listen to well I went back to listen to a couple of those songs um, and I was in a much darker place then you know, because I was still, you know, heavily drinking and, and doing, and, and it shows in the lyrics. And I think um, it's like, man, it's kind of depressing on some of that it's stuff. Angry, you know I mean? kind of, right. of course, a lot of saliva tunes are kind of angry, right. but, <laughs> but then like songs like Epidemic that had like, you know, this just perfect like depth and melody to it that was um, lyrically about somebody hooked on heroin and and you know the epidemic of where we're at, you know, and and. Uh, that was one of those songs that probably one of my favorites on the record. A fun fact that a lot of people didn't know was there's a song called "Make You Famous" on there that was actually co-written with Dave Mustaine. Uh -huh. So Dave Mustaine was working with a writer that I worked with in Nashville on some stuff, and he had never really done like 
co-writes for other bands, you yeah. know, really. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. he was just like, oh, yeah, let's see what happens. And just so happened they send me this song over and he's like, yeah, you know, Dave Mustaine co-wrote it. I'm like, all right, it's going on the record. You know what I mean? It has to go on just because I was a Megadeth <laughs> fan and all that, you know, just it's cool. But Now, one I really love on there is Domination. Like that team, right. it's the, the trademark to me has always been with Saliva. They're like my pump-up song. Like if I was a boxer, I'd right. be using it. Um, tell me a little bit about that team. It's just, it, it doesn't make it in your life set too often. I wouldn't. Right. Think, well, but, you know, you get such a big catalog. We, that song in particular is very up-tempo. The fastest song that the Saliva's ever done. Saliva oh, really? has never done a song that fast. So, I, I dug it, and I was trying to do, trying to every record try to break the mold. Like, if you go to the Rise Up record, which I've, I've been trying, fighting tooth and nail to get that released on, um, on uh, all the streaming outlets and stuff, because yeah, yeah, people yeah. can't get it. Yeah. And it's because the label that had put it out had a falling out with the distribution company. The distribution company just pulled it. So, I need to, I need to try to get that put back up. But you know, from that record to Love Lies and Therapy record in 2016 was was just so different. And like the concept of Love Lies and Therapy was really just trying to show more of Bobby Amaru and the influence in in this new blood of saliva without disrespecting the you know, the legacy of the band and all yeah. that stuff. It was more of, you know, I would play a bunch of songs for Wayne and that was like, hey, I did that. I wrote this song like you know, ten years ago or whatever. And it's funny because you know, um, Nolan Neal was kind of involved a lot on that record. With I didn't know. That. Yeah, we did a lot of writing on that. Like we wrote oh, Unshatter wow. Me together. We wrote. Um, that is such a cool tale. I had right. no idea. And for folks listening, we know we recently just re real recently lost Nolan, and I didn't know till today how right. tight Bobby was with him. But yeah. um, I had no idea. I always loved that song. Breakdown. Wow. Um, hand in hand. I like there's no there's songs on there that like um loneliest snow is one of those songs that i i had had before getting in saliva and um you know he was always like dude you got to put that on the record you got to put that on the record and i was like i don't think it fits man and he said no it does because it's you it's honest that record needs more justice to it man dude, well, I, we, I we, we passed 50 million streams holy on it. yeah yeah so and you know it's it, it got heard yeah. somewhere I guess. yeah because the people <laughs> that are the, just a casual fan man like you know right you, i don't know like, i sometimes wonder i was going to ask you that like how do you guys do you ever pull different songs out of the catalog that we don't hear much on tour or is it too hard to do that with a with a catalog like saliva has I'll probably only rarely hear a couple of those tunes, right? Just because you, I mean, you have to play the three hours. You have to play the hits. You have to play the. Well, we're playing. We're playing some new stuff tonight. We're playing some new awesome. songs, and you know, uh, but we're gonna start incorporating some newer things. I think on this run, um, you know, we thought about maybe trying to pull one of those songs from Love Lies and Therapy and do it, but um, you know, back to Ten Lives. Each record just kind of had its own identity, yeah. And I and I purposely wanted that. And like with this new record, the identity is different from the others because I'm sober. And lyrically, I tried to go more um, kind of not really about that or not preachy, but more just like let people know what I went it was through in your heart, yeah, and what I was going through, right. and how I was able to overcome that and stuff. So there's a lot of songs like that. A song called "Come Back Stronger," um, you know, "How to Live." There's some really cool songs on there that that you know have those in depth like feelings and meanings 
If I can connect with one person, man, that's, that's all I care about. That's awesome. Hey, I want to ask you about uh, Brad, who just walked that like, I, I'm always stunned when I watch him because three of my, if you told me to list five of my favorite bands, I would list Shine Down, Fuel, and Saliva. Oh, wow. <laughs> that dude's been, he's been in all three of them. He's been in all three of them. And a lot of people don't realize that he actually <laughs> wrote, the co-wrote the song Control by Puddle of Mud. I got to throw that in there. I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, that kind of kick-started Brad's career, you know, with, he flew out to L.A. because, um, we had mutual friends, and like Danny Wimmer and, and Fred Durst were putting together a band for around West, and they were auditioning <laughs> people, and they were flying all their fr- people they knew from Jacksonville to audition. And Brad was one of the earlier auditions, and you know Paul Phillips is from Jacksonville. Well, and he, t- yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead, yeah. I was gonna say, and, and Paul, he got the gig, and <laughs> then there was this guy Shane Webb that we knew in Jacksonville. He had the gig, so there was two guys in Jacksonville that were puddle of mud, like guitar and then and then drums. And then things didn't work out with with Shane, and then they had you know Josh Freeze played on the record, and then Greg Upchurch joined the band. But the bass player um, Brad auditioned for bass, and he didn't get it. Doug was was uh, you know Doug's kind of a monster bass player <laughs> for that band. I think he just fit more, and um, Brad would would admit that. And then, but Brad was in the room writing Control with Wes at his audition. Brad had the riff, showed him the riff, he took the riff. And the rest is history with that. So, tell me about like work. He must be a great storyteller because like I still marvel at the fact that he was in those three bands. He was in a and, band with Fred Durst before yeah, Led Biscuit. Like, yeah, yeah. He's got the pictures. It's it's awesome. It's so funny, dude. He'll he'll say some funny things like he'll, he'll be like yeah that, the lyrics and rearrange yeah that that was in my band song that Fred had. <laughs> and he just took it and put it in Limp Biscuit. It was great. So, um, hey, there's a little documentary out there on YouTube. Do you want to tell people about that? We did like a 20-minute mini-doc just around the Every 20 Years record. You know, the, Paul and Wayne told some stories about the old the old days, and um, then we kind of just, it, it moves through to the years, you know, ahead. And, you know, where with, with me joining the band and just kind of where we were at at the time. And that was just because the band doesn't really have a whole ton of video content out there. We wanted to do something where people could stumble across it. I love stuff like that, watching shit oh, like yeah. that. And you learn a ton. So I was like, let's do something like that where people would, you know, they can they can watch it or or not, you know, whatever. Like it or hate it, we don't care. So um, you guys offer a VIP meet and greet, so I wanted to give a chance to kind of plug that for people that want that extra experience. Like, I'm so thrilled to be sitting down with you right now. And people can kind of do that, right? right? So, so I didn't tell you that I'm gonna to have to charge you a hundred bucks for us, but <laughs> I bet. <laughs> no, um, meet and greets are great. You know, every band's doing them. Uh, you know, it's just kind of uh, a way to to meet your fans. You know, personal and and shake hands, take pictures, and we do the bus hangs, which are really cool because they can come on our bus, they can see where we live, and um, we can. It's always it's always cool for them because most of these people have never stepped on a tour bus, yeah. so it's just a cool experience. And then they get to kind of we we just more engage with who they are and how they're doing and stuff. It's it's cool. So uh, I'll ask you one more thing here. What's the um, number one tune that like you get fans bugging you guys for that maybe isn't in the set list that often? Like, so what do you get harassed the most about? It I guess used to say. it used to be uh, it used to be I walk alone, which we added to the set. <laughs> The, Bati- the Batista song for wrestling, yeah. <laughs> used to be that one, and it used to be um, a couple covers that we did, uh, Michael Jackson and Eminem, and we uh, 
we do like a little mashup thing where yeah. we incorporate those now. So, but yeah, I would say that those those are the ones that we would get hit up the most. And I'm trying to recall. Do you, you guys probably do you work rest in pieces in every once in a while? Yeah. Or yeah, I couldn't remember. I've seen you guys a bunch of times, and like I lose track from show to show which right. one was in there. So. Um, I love that team too. It's a packed house out there tonight. We'll play rest in pieces. <laughs> if it's not, we won't. You won't do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, listen, man. I appreciate so much you taking the time. I know it's really busy, and uh, thank you so much for spending time with me today. Yeah, bud. Thank you.